When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What you need to know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Michael Thompson is in. Yeah. Beto Duran is Let's in. Let's go. By the way, you guys will find this interesting. We were talking about Muhammad Ali earlier. Our man Sedano continues his long extended vacation from Miami to Kentucky, lands in Louisville, and posts a picture on Instagram of the, Maya, the Muhammad Ali Airport. Nice. What's I didn't know it was at, even called that. What's he doing in Louisville? Bourbon. He's going oh, on he's some on the kind bourbon of a tour. Kentucky bourbon tour, yeah. It's oh. nice. Really nice. Pretty cool if I've heard of it. Yeah. Never been. Never been for a I'm bourbon not, tour. I've never, I, I think I've t- tasted bourbon once. I'm not a bourbon guy. No, no, no. Are you a bourbon guy, uh, girl, yeah. uh, Laura? Mm. I'm a liquor girl, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> she don't care. She don't care. The she rum he brought, though, was amazing. I that still rum? have some. Yeah, I that sugar cane rum from the bottom. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that was so smooth. Good. What do you? So good. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, uh, Cap. I'm sorry. We'll get into. No, Michael. you don't have to worry about it. Let's uh, let's get over to Lindsay. Baseball. Double H is standing by. She's got what we need to know. So what you need to know right now is that Dustin May is inching towards the finish line and his long-awaited comeback at the major league level. Uh, he will make one final rehab start with AAA Oklahoma City on Sunday before he re-enters the Dodgers starting rotation. May made his fifth rehab outing yesterday, and he threw 68 pitches with eight strikeouts across five innings, and he's going to continue building up his workload Sunday before he returns to the Dodgers. Assuming he avoids any setbacks, he is set to make his season debut next weekend against the Marlins. So that's what you need to know right now. Dustin wow. May coming back soon. Ooh, that's a big, big story. That's a big, big story. Those Dodgers, man, I don't know who's – I mean, I know there's some good competition out there, but, boy, they're healthy. I don't know who's going to beat them in October. But, but Michael, think about this. You've told the story about – Father's Day mm-hmm. and you know Clay winning the title. Yeah. And the the day you get the call from Trey saying, Dad, I've been traded to who? The Dodgers. Where are you going? What triple A team are you going to? No, no, I'm going to LA. I'm coming back home. Yeah. I'm gonna be playing for the Dodgers. I, I had no idea that he was going to turn into this sort of a role player who's been making this kind of contribution. I don't know if you did. I mean I've read a lot of stuff that he's talked about having to go back and watch all of his swings and watch his most successful stuff. And there was a lot of things that happened during COVID. But to have him back home and to have the Dodgers playing the way they are on fire, unstoppable, and to have a kid who's on this team contributing, man, I can't even imagine how, what this is like. Yeah, it's, uh, it's surreal. It's like a dream come true. It's everything you can imagine. Um, as a chance, God willing, everybody stays healthy. Uh, I could be going to another parade in in November when the Dodgers are celebrating another championship, and it's possible that strong possibility that could happen. And now, then I'll ha- I'll have my my tenth ring. Uh, <laughs> I, I Wait, you claim your kids' rings? Of course, <laughs> I got I got two. See, I I got nine. I'm two away. I'll be one away from Bill Russell. My so I got I got two as a player, three as an announcer. That's five. Four as a dad, and then of course my. My uh, the, my fifth one is a dad. If, if Trace and the Dodgers can pull it off, MT, do you wear like a Trace Thompson button when you go to Dodger Stadium, like no. the Little League parents? No, That's Trace cool. wouldn't let cool. me. I wanted to get a Trace uh, Thompson jersey. I do have Trace Thompson Dodger jerseys, and I said, Trace, I, I got this jersey. I went. I actually ordered them. Right? No I got way. Them. You did not spend money. Yeah, I spent money. Wow. I got some made up. 
and I got some Thompson jerseys made up. And I, I got I said, Trace, I'm going to wear this at the game. He said, you better not. That's adorable <laughs> that you did no, that. No, Why would he say no? I asked him. I said, why not? Trace said, that's corny. It's like, you're a dad. You're not supposed <laughs> no, to do that. No, that's not true. It's that's cute. adorable. No, I think you should I, do it. I'm right there with Trace. Yeah, you, like, you can't do Laura, that. Laura, you think that's corny? I know. I think it's cute, but I understand why he's like, they say it's bad juju when the parents. Really? Here's why it's corny. Here's why it's corny. It's cute, though. Here's why it's corny. Because this is a world champion athlete right here. True. Right? So I think that's where Trace is coming from. Like, Dad, act like you've been no, there. You I know s- better. I see other I family members with their... No, I'm, I'm saying this is where Trace is coming from. But right. on the yeah. contrary, he's also Michael Thompson. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and he's his brother. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like you are in clear to do it. And even if your son doesn't want you to, I feel like, you you know, you could sneak it on. The thing is, no. he doesn't mind if his brothers wear the jersey. He doesn't want me yeah. to wear it. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Because that's, that's you're the ridiculous. dad. Now, you guys, I, I've told the story many times, and this is some of the best advice advice i've ever gotten as a parent michael thompson before i even knew him i was myself and frank Burleson. it might have been like 2006 your boys were in high school santa margarita right. uh we're doing the ocean view high school tournament for a company called footage uh hefner was uh jim hefner was our producer anyway he's a big shot at fox now so i'm calling these games and i look up in the corner and i have trace thompson and clay thompson on the court i think james harden was on afterwards and who's in the corner of this gym at Ocean View High in high school, in Huntington Beach? Michael Thompson with the little tiny camcorder. Imagine Michael's big paw. He's holding the camcorder from like uh, Sam Goody or right. I mean, uh, Best Buy or whatever yeah, it is. Buy. And you're in the corner and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go talk to Michael because he's going to say hi to his kids. And you didn't. As soon as the game's over, you left and you went outside of the gym. And years later, I asked you, Michael, why do you do that? You said, because that's the time for the kids to be a kid. You talk to them at home. Never talk to them about their game afterwards. You go home, let them be a kid. You're a dad. It's not your moment. I always remember this. I had the same thing with my son, Mateo, now that he's playing, where I don't talk to him until we get home. Yeah. And it's just I've always remembered that. And you were you were so cute in that corner, Michael, <laughs> where you were just standing there because you're 6'10", right. and you're in the corner, and you're, like, holding the camcorder, yeah. like, yay, team. Like <laughs> Exactly. And I wanted to sit away from everybody, Laura. And that, too. I, I also want... learned that, too, from Michael yeah. told me, sit away from parents because parents are crazy. Yeah, they, they talk too much, and I just want to sit there and watch the game <laughs> or film the game. I don't want to be talking and missing stuff. You're a perfect parent. <laughs> yeah. He is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, they got coaches. So I let the coaches coach them. They had good coaches, so they didn't need my interference. You know, you got to right. do what my dad used to do at games when I played soccer. He'd sit in the corner with his cigar so nobody bothered <laughs> him. <laughs> That's what I do for my daughter's team for the Slammers yeah. and Whittier. What do yeah. I do? I sit in the corner with my cooler, and the parents always thought I was drinking water. Yeah. Nah, man, I'm getting loaded, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can smoke a cigar outside. You can't do that in the gym. I should do that, man. Keep the people away. Yeah. All right, what you need to know is being brought to you by Morongo <laughs> Casino Resort and Spot. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. I tweeted it just a few minutes ago. Michael's in studio. Beto's in studio. Uh, I said the show's going to go off the rails. Forget about it, man. The show is already off the rails. I love it. It's a perfect it's way awesome to spend today. a day. You're missing out not being here, Cappy. I know. And listen, I would have come up, but I'll tell you this. And, Michael, since we're having a we're having a lot of heart-to-hearts here, it seems like, this afternoon. This week, I got two daughters that are taking off for college. One who's going back to Boise State and one who is leaving to go to Tulane as a freshman. Damn, you're and broke. So, oh, dude, you don't, Beto, you don't even understand. Ooh, you use the Laura voice. Mm. You, man, I'm telling you right now. I try and have <laughs> one job per every child that I have. So I got four kids. I try to have four jobs. Right now I'm down a job. I got more kids than I have jobs. But I'm telling you, I, I wish I could have come up this week. But I, I got too much going on this week. I got to get two girls off to college by Saturday. Mm-hmm. So Lindy and I don't get it. 
What part? Because I paid my way through school. My parents same. Like, mm-hmm. barely helped. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm okay. like I do not understand. I don't this have concept. loans either. Yeah, like, same with me. No which student concept? debt. What's so, the, the the idea of parents feeling the need to pay for their kids for college? Absolutely. That's what you do. Wait a second. Did really? I did I say my, that I was paying for my kids to go to college? Well, you, were yeah, you just said you have no money. Well, that's one would assume that's what you're paying for, right? Well, I mean, listen, you got three kids currently in college right now, and no matter how much you're paying for that college, no matter how much student financial aid you're, you're eligible for or whatever, no matter what kind of scholarships your kids might get, there are still expenses that are associated with your kids being away at school. Yeah, exactly. And, and they're going to so, come and get you no matter what. Right. And so... I don't, my kid's going to college next year. I'm already getting ready. Yeah. Damn. Listen, that's just Lindsay, crazy. How did you guys, like... Avoid a like big student debt. I, I worked five jobs. Oh, you worked all the jobs. And uh, they also, they, I literally yeah. never slept. I would I would work at a golf course, driving the beverage oh. cart. I'd get there at five six in the morning. I'd leave there That's at like great. noon one o'clock. I'd go to the public ballpark. School? Yes, public, okay. yep, public school also. Public school. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd leave at noon. Ca- Cappy's go, kids are going out private. of state and private. Yeah, so that's why I didn't go out of state. No, actually, I would admit Tulane I did is, not. is the is the big one. This is the problem. Boise State's no big deal. Out of state tuition. Yeah, my, state, yeah. But, but I mean, yeah, I but went he, to Akron, and that like that was that was not that expensive. But I still paid for it all myself. Yeah. No, listen, my kids all work. They yeah. they work through school. They, they work. Their way then you ain't that broke. Yeah, we were very yeah, fortunate because all my boys it's got full scholarships. amazing everybody counts everybody else's um, bank accounts, man. Yeah. No, no, no. My question was just, I said to Laura back here, I said, it, it it blows my mind that, like, it's so common. I feel like it's so commonplace that parents nowadays are just, like, assumed, like, oh, I got to pay for my kid's college. Because, no. like, even, like, Sedano says, like, oh, yeah, I've got my kid's college fund. Yeah, so do And I. my sister has one as for her kid. As soon as the tale was born, the 529 was open. Yeah, and, like, my sister has one for her son. And it's just, like, my parents... Like, you know, I know there was the recession in 2008 and everything, but still, like, I feel like that's just crazy concept to me that, like, people, I, I don't know. Well, then who's going to pay for it? Well, but Lindsay, you're, if you that, can. That's what I'm saying. I paid for it myself. Yeah, but yeah. Lindsay, if, if you're a parent and you're capable of exactly. paying for it. Well, that's different, yeah. Then, then you want to do it. Listen, my, you, you don't understand how much I'm it not costs capable, for my kid to go to Tulane. better be listening, too. You don't understand how expensive it is for this kid to go to Tulane. And thankfully, about 70-ish percent of it was financial aid and scholarships and so on but what it leaves is a is a lot of money that still needs to be paid yeah and so you know i don't want my child to be saddled with with student debt as soon as she gets done with school but that is going to be an unfortunate reality you You know is is, and we've talked a lot about what is a what is a student loan how does it get paid when you're done when does it have to be paid back does an employer help you pay it in in certain instances never gets paid (laughs) well or, or and then is the government going to um forgive some of it so it, it's believe me that. when I tell you it, it's extremely complicated. It's stressful. It is when you got this many kids, but getting these two girls off and out of college, you guys don't understand. It's the emotional part of it. No, it's they're not- your baby girls. Like I, I was just because look, like I'm one of six kids, right? And I was the first one to graduate. I was like not because I'm the oldest. I was just the first one to graduate high school. I was the first one to like my parents really had to think about like oh ish this one is really going to go off and pursue some type of education so they i don't think they were ready for that so i had to go ahead and you know i lived at home so that was my fine like that was their financial contribution where i just paid a little bit of bills but they never really helped me and if they did help me with books or whatever i would always pay them back i was like oh thanks here's the money that you owed like you paid you helped pay for that book so that's why i was like i'm with Lindsay, like where it was like well that's crazy that parents yeah, but it's generational now too, Laura, because you were first generation. So now when you have your kids, you're going to be paying oh, for your kids. No kids. Would you recommend like every 
kid should think the way you and Lindsay do, go out yes. and work for it. I think of- I think it's, it's a combination. It's you know, it is different because like for Beth, like Beto making a point where it's, it is the first gen thing. Like I have my goddaughter. I don't have kids. But, like, I tell my sister, you know, she has six kids. And I'm like, yo, how are you going to pay for their school? And because her oldest is about to go to, she's a senior. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, we're looking at this. We're looking at that. And, you know, dad's going to be involved. And I'm like, dude, no. Like, she's, you know, 17. She could start working. She could start saving. She's like, but I don't but want my kid working. it also depends on the kid. Yeah. You know, like, today, true. my son's first day of school, uh, yeah. senior year. And Mateo, who... Wants to play in college, he's probably going to be a Division two, three kid, and I know there's going to be some loans involved. Baseball, but, or basketball, basketball, basketball. So, and we got to figure out what he's going to do. But uh, for us and our family, we all went to junior college. Like out of high school, I thought I wanted to go to Boston University. Then one of my siblings was like, "What do you want to major in?" I was like, "I don't know." Well, then you're going to go to El Camino, right? Mm-hmm. You you got to figure out what you're going to do, and it's up to every kid to see what you want to do. But when he was born, the five twenty nine account started. Where does Mateo want to go? Um, he likes the Boston area, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah, like Tufts. Those are expensive schools back then. Yeah, but then also, I'm also looking at this, Michael. Some of the most successful people, we're paying for access, right? We're paying for networking. We're paying for what are you going to do with the rest of your life? You are exactly right. Because when you work in this business, I don't meet anybody that went to El Camino College or Dominguez Hills in this network. You're You're paying for networking. I don't want my, if my daughter was able to get herself into Tulane, I know that 20 years later, she will benefit from the people that she met and who she was around at that school. You guys are all talking about. She's going to call Andrew Freeman and say, hey, we're both uh, Green Wave, right? How about that? I don't know. Is that what Why they are? Why does she choose Tulane and all these colleges? Get, Michael, let me, tell, let me tell you something. Got into every school she applied to. Washington, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, you name it. The two schools she did not get into, only two, UCLA and Cal Berkeley. Because as, as much as everybody complains about how, how UCLA is leaving for the Big Ten and they're leaving behind Cal Berkeley and they're doing it for the money, of course they're doing it for the money. Same reason that all these schools will have more out-of-state kids rather than the in-state kids who are actually qualified. Exactly. And, so, and it really is very frustrating because this kid should be going to UCLA or Cal Berkeley and I should be paying like practically nothing. And instead... We're going to go broke going to, going to Tulane. Well, like, for example, Mateo wants to go to University of San Diego. That's his dream school, right. down the Toreros, right? Go yeah. see, mm-hmm. We're going to call Steve Lavin. Mm-hmm. All right? He can go to USD and sit on the bench there, or he can go to a D2, D3 and play. Yeah. Yo, what are you going to do? Like, I, it's just a matter of access and resources, what you're going to have. you got to figure out what kind of kid. Now, if Mateo was a lazy bum, this fool is getting nothing out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, he's never had a real job because I tell him, you want to train. If you want to be a, a college athlete, you have to train, you have to put in the work, and you have to have to get the great good grades yeah. like he told me the other day that i'll pay you back I'm like, don't pay me back pay it forward right. like my job as a parent is to make it better yeah. than i have yeah. kids don't owe us nothing because we're supposed to take care of exactly us. and because you want to like yeah. again if he was a punk kid who had like a 2.0 there's no way he has a car no way i'm paying for car insurance right. i'm not doing all this yeah. because i see the work that he puts in and he appreciates it so it's it depends on who you have like if there's a kid who's like i want to go to harvard am i really gonna tell him no yeah. Right? right. If you're I find a way. You're yeah, going to find exactly a way. what I was thinking. This is I'm what like, parents you know what? do. We find a way. That's it. We're, with Clay, you wanted him to SC. You want him to UCLA. Yeah. They said no. You found him at Washington State. Right. You're going to find a way to get things done. Yeah, right. and Lindsay and Laura, you guys may you guys may feel differently when you have kids. Seriously. No, no, I think I, everything that no, Beto was just I'm saying about like kids, wanting so. to do wanting to do more for you cuz like for me, I was the first person in my family to go to college and if it wasn't for a football scholarship, I would never have gone to school the way I did. My parents never paid a dollar for anything. I think it's beautiful. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's awesome. And like I said, I have a goddaughter and I have a bank account for her. You know what I mean? So I I get that much. I just, and again, it has a lot to do with the 
generational thing. Yeah. Oh, know? believe me, Mattel's you know application mean? is going to say, did your parents graduate college? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I did not finish cool. He is a first-generation kid. Well, you know, all this talk about money helps. and schools, think about this. Let, let's get to this USC story. Michael, oh, yeah. we, we promoted this. You ready? Yeah. You could be a wide receiver at USC and make $3 million a year, but there's something that's brewing between the way USC wants it done in-house versus the way the big-money boosters want to do it outside of the house. We'll get to that story coming up. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, it's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. It's Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Michael Thompson is in studio. Uh, you know, Duran Duran. Yeah. Beto's in studio. By primos. Are uh, you the third most famous Duran in the world? It's Roberto Duran, Duran Duran, and Beto Duran. Nah, I'm the second. The second? Yeah. Ahead of which Duran? Uh, Duran Duran. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Duran Duran still bl- brings it. I saw him a couple years ago. Wait, you festival. haven't walked the street with me, man. I bring it. Well, I have walked Shoot. the street with you, and I saw you bring it. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. And, I, and you brought it. Uh-huh. And you brought the rest of us with you on Let's our taco go. tour. Michael, did you hear about our taco tour a few weeks ago? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> you ever want to come with us? No. Nope. <laughs> Why not? Listen, man, I, when I get down to Orange County, San Clemente era, Dana, Dana Point, Cap, Camino Capistrano, Capistrano Beach, it's, the only reason why I leave the house is, well, for two reasons. Go to the store mm-hmm. or go to Laker games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Which means he's going to eat or he's going to get paid. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'll I tell Michael. Michael, I'm playing at, or Mattel's playing at Ladera Ranch, right around the corner from your house. Have fun. Yeah. Like, can I come to your house? Nope. No. You want to come to the game? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> let me know. How I, let me know. How I you can come over. You know, you can come over for you know, but after an hour, it's time to go. <laughs> I love that. Michael. After the cigar's yeah, done, you got to go. You know, have, let's have a drink. Let's have, let's reminisce a little bit. But have a cigar. But okay. Uh, start Timer's up, bro. Yeah, yeah. Gotta you have guess. an hourglass, Michael. When somebody comes into your house, you turn it upside down. You're like, all right. When the hourglass is done, right, you're out of yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah, Michael, you can come over, but when you ring the the gate. Yeah. No answer. I love all you guys. You guys are great. From I love going out to dinner. Oh, I love going. That's one of my favorite things I'd like to do is go just let's go meet at Fleming's or Morton's have a nice dinner. But after like an hour and a half, two hours, okay, see you later. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I'm happy beca- Duran Duran appreciation you, day, everybody. I am becoming you, Michael, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> and he's real about that. When I when I flew to where was it, Chicago, they thought I was going to go see the Lakers play over there. 
And um, John Ireland and Michael were like, yo, let's meet up here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, the Lakers are not playing. They're like, oh, but when you are in town, mm-hmm. we got you. Oh, yeah. They're for real about Definitely. it. Definitely. Of course. You know, that, nice the guy. last conversation that we were having, I'm surprised at how much reaction it's bringing in the community of people talking about paying for their own school or their parents paying for it or how they got through school. You know, we were talking about this, and I'll tell you guys, last year, this is an interesting thing. I, my daughter called me from Boise State. It was her first semester there. And she said, Dad, I got a job. And I said, okay, great. Um, how, what's, the, what's the deal? And she said, well, they're going to pay me $11 an hour. And I said, okay. And she said, that's minimum wage uh, here in, in Idaho. I said, oh, wow, $11 an hour. She said, yeah, but they're going re- to re- uh, return $2,700 of, of tuition because I'm going to be working for the school. And I said, okay, well, what are you doing for the school? She said, well, I'm working in janitorial services. And I said, well, what does that mean? She goes, well, it means that I'm going to be the janitor. And I'm thinking to myself, my daughter is going to say to me, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be the janitor. My daughter's like, that's no big deal. It's no problem. She was at night, literally from like 8 p.m. till midnight, going into the basketball offices, the football offices, the locker rooms. Everywhere she went, she just was there with a crew of kids, and they were cleaning the locker rooms, and they got paid 11 bucks an hour and $2,700 off their tuition. I would never have thought that my kid would yeah. be like, yeah, I'll do that, but... Hey, she toughed it out because she thought yeah. twenty seven hundred bucks is a lot of money. Because she's right. away from home, that's another reason I want my kid to be gone. Yeah. Because I never left. So I'm, I'm, look, I'm still at home. I ain't going nowhere, bro. I'm back with Esperanza, right, hanging out. But I want him to go away and learn what it's like to deal with adversity. Where, yeah, you can call. I'll give you some advice. But fool, you better suck it up. You better make things happen for yourself. That's the part of the growing up. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah your daughter's still got some good work ethic there, boy. Well, I was because imp- I listen. Believe me, my Great other job, daughter, Cap. my Great other job. daughter would be like this. I'm not doing that. <laughs> my other daughter because of you, Cap. Yeah, my other daughter <laughs> was like I'm not doing that. But my, but I'm t- I was pretty surprised though. You know that she was willing to do it, especially because she was just coming, uh, and and in- instead of going to Boise State to play soccer, because during COVID, I'm sure you guys are well aware of this. So many kids got extra years of eligibility yeah. that teams had too many kids on them. Because kids were sticking around for extra eligibility. Yeah. So the soccer coach at Boise is like, we, we have no room for this child. And yeah. I was like, okay, well, then she's not going to go be the custodian and the janitor in the athletic department. She sucked it up, no problem. Made that money, got that $2,700 back. And I was, I was really impressed with yeah, that. Speaking of making money, tell us about this USC thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, so this USC thing is crazy. Beto and I were talking about it before we got on the air today. So USC, apparently, I mean, look, they understand the game now of NIL. They understand that major market and and the the move to the Big Ten and the history and tradition of USC, kids still want to play there. But if a kid has more money, uh, you know, on the line at Texas A and M, like better you and I were talking about that quarterback from Los Alamitos. That kid was taking a visit down to Texas A and M. He'd already been committed to USC, but Texas A and M gives a lot of money. Yeah, uh, Malachi Nelson, who at Los Alamitos High is committed, verbally con- committed to USC, and he decided to take a trip. To Texas A&M oh. because the boosters down there said, hey, come check out what we got. Right. There's another offer. I love it. So here's the story. So so USC um, has their own like NIL division, if you will. They've got their own organization that's going to be. Yeah, you know, name, image, likeness, where high school kids or kids in college can now make money for their name, image, and likeness. Right. So USC's got their own in-house group. That, that would be a smart thing to do. Uh, they've created a company. And this is going to facilitate everything that they're going to do with NIL. But on the other hand, there are apparently some USC football fans slash donors who are big money people, and they're putting together their own deal over here. And what they, the, the company that they want to put together is a 501c3 charitable organization, 
and they want to pay every USC football player, as long as they're registered in classes and eligible to play ball, they want to pay these kids, and they're saying, well, they're going to do community service, and they're going to, they're going to make sure that they're doing well in school, and, but it's going to have nothing to do with the school itself or the athletic department. So is that, is that a good thing? That, that a bunch of rich boosters are going to create their own separate entity to pay USC football players? Is that is that and a good deal? What will they have to do for this money? Make appearances? Okay, so what happens is, so you have the, the school, USC has Boulevard, BLVD, which is their NIL, but it's for all USC students uh, that are student athletes, correct? So through the USC, and they're going to raise money. So if you want to say, I'm going to donate, say, a hundred grand, the USC portion is going to say okay great michael from fifty thousand, you want it for football great the other 50 we're going to do what we want to do with it mm-hmm. this other entity is going to create a non-profit and they're going to be able to control what they want the entire time yeah. so these are from the story those in the la times are boosters that have fallen out of favor with usc because they didn't like the direction where it was going and also they didn't have a voice in it so what they've done is create a non-profit and they said that these players i, I don't think it's just limited to football it's going to limit to, to all student athletes can now come out and do community service, and for that they can gain a salary. Here's what the LA Times. But we don't today. know exactly what the details but are going to be. Let me, let me tell you, you this. But USC doesn't like that there's an outside group involved. Right. Right. Well, here, here's how the LA Times reports it today. Details regarding how payments will be distributed to the players have yet to be finalized, but their intent is to have a, an equivalent of a base salary for every member of USC's football team who is academically eligible, and to receive those payments, players would, would perform community service and take part in charitable work with local organizations. So imagine this. A bunch of rich boosters are going to essentially create a nonprofit company, and they're going to be hiring USC football players, assuming they're academically eligible, and they have to do community service. And for that, they get a base salary. So, But it's going to have nothing to do with USC. Is this good, bad? Is it complicated? Is it, is it potential trouble? It just doesn't sound kosher. Another chance for you to make money. Now, now if you cool. empty, you you had three right. highly recruited kids. If you're going and there's a chance to make extra money, what are you looking at? Well, make the money, man. This is capitalism. See? This is the open market. This is free market. Let the market decide. Don't uh, don't count other people's money. If uh, someone's willing to pay you for legitimate uh, reasons, not, nothing underhanded or illegal, I got no problems with anybody making as much money as they can. Because yeah, I can't say school, I do either. I can't, but it just—it just sounds it. complicated, nah, though, doesn't it? Like if, if USC has their version, well, but a bunch both. of rich boosters have their other version, well, and it has nothing to do with it. Yeah. The fact that All they're right. going nonprofit—I mean, they got some great lawyers that figure some things out. Yeah. Some great tax yeah. lawyers that figure some things out. On the up and up, the kids ain't doing nothing illegal. I go and make the money if you can make it. But man, that's young men or young ladies, so I got no problems yeah, with if it. If the uh, salary is a hundred thousand to be a crossing guard for one morning on a Saturday, exactly. so, so, so be it. What are they paying? Right. What are they paying right. Lincoln Rally like ten million bucks a year? Come on, but, but Scott, this is what you have to do. And I think—I mean, I don't know if this is a result of Texas and Am asking Malachi Nelson to come check out a school again. Mm-hmm. But you know schools like Texas A&M, like Texas, like Miami, they're going to go and create different ways to get these kids. What Michael, what kid from, say, let's say your, your kid's from Santa Margarita, right? Mm-hmm. You have a chance to go to USC or Waco, Texas, and check out Baylor. Yeah, You, you want to go to USC. Yeah, you would think you'd At be first. at home. It's a prestigious right. school. Baylor's a nice school. And then too. Baylor's going to say, hey, you have a chance to make this kind of money over here. Yeah. Oh, you're going to make 100000 at USC? Come over here. We'll give you five hundred. dollars uh, Well, have fun in Waco. Really? Oh, yeah. That Definitely. easy? That easy. 
Yeah, you got to go where the money's at. You got to go where the money's at. You're still going to get a good education. You're still going to get uh, be able to play your sport and get scouted by the pros. Yeah, go where the money's at. Now, and you're still going to be able to transfer every year because somebody else is going to yeah, pay yeah. you more money. Now, I mean, if the on. kid comes to me and says, "You know what, Dad? I'd rather stay in. Uh, I'd rather still go to USC." I say, "Well, that's fine too. If you want to pick, turn the money down because you'd be happier someplace else. Of course, of course. Go go to a school you want to go to. Just don't. But if you want to go, if you think you'll be happy at Waco or you'd rather stay at SC or UCLA and still make a lot of money, then it's up to you. It's just fascinating scott how everything has just gone upside down oh dude it's about on time. its head in so quickly i just think they, it's uh, the wild I, west right now Michael. by the way have they given reggie bush's uh heisman back right, yet? right. i mean can, can we do that can <laughs> yeah. we get can we get reggie his heisman back can he, he be can he be reaccepted into the usc right. family I and mean, now my goodness. It, it, now everybody's getting a house exactly it, it, no matter what like okay should have always been this way since i was in college because everybody that lives in hawaii just wants to go to tuscaloosa they yeah. just want to move to tuscaloosa yeah, right think about how stupid it used to be back when i played in college and even until recently if some booster went, took you out to dinner you could oh, lose dude, your scholarship you're getting big trouble are you kidding me yeah and in, in america we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna operate under those kind of rules what about right, ohio hope. state and the tattoos oh that's right so yeah. ridiculous right right when that was what was the quarterback's name Pryor. yeah, Aaron, yeah Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor, Terrell Pryor, yeah. yeah. Who, who traded his? Who traded his? Uh, all of his gear, like his his right. rings and his he, jackets. No, he gave he gave some jerseys away for some free yeah, tattoos. Exactly. Like, come yeah. on, right? It's ridiculous. But now, Scott, if you have a kid who's a five star quarterback, you are calling the shot. Yes, as you should be as a seventeen year old for major universities. It. You could be a. 12-year-old actor or actress, so good, but yet you can bet millions of dollars with some guy who plays a sport, can't make his money off his name and, and like this? Come on. That's well, look at the, the recruiting here in Southern California, Scott. SC with Lincoln Riley, right? You have all these quarterbacks. who There's so many different quarterback gurus out here training these kids from fourth grade and on up. Kids are saying, nah, I'm going to go to Tennessee. Right. I'm going to Texas A&M. I'm going to Oklahoma. Where's UCLA in this? Well, they could be there too. Why not? Well, we listen, especially especially with the Big Ten, you better you know, you, they yeah. better yeah they they got to get in the game. All right, hold on for one second because coming up next is Radio Tinder. Beto's in, Michael Thompson is in, and I'll ask everybody if your vehicle is due for service. Well, if it is, head into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the fifteen minute drive through oil change for over thirty years. Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you. No dragging the kids to a dirty waiting room. At Valvoline, you stay in your car while the expert technicians make sure that your ride is in peak performance. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up, drive in, drive out. It's 15 minutes. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and game-winning coupons off your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Radio Tinder with MT and Beto next on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I think this is my fault. I think I picked this slow-ass song. Yes, you did. But isn't it Radio Tinder time? What is this? Great timing, Cappy. Pick some MJ slow jams. Yeah, but I didn't no, pick one to play You pick the it. songs, Cap? Well, yeah. You know, the, today we were talking about this whole Michael Jackson. Okay, you honor him with deal, one or two songs. I, uh, the whole show? It's okay. Oh, no, it's okay. I just, we're just I picked we're a couple just of songs, you know? Just picked a couple of songs here. I didn't... Don't you realize how big Michael Jackson is? Have you ever heard of Michael Jackson? Well, why are you going to play this song, then? Well, he's, he's a, he has a wide range of, of skills. Right. Not yeah, way, way to slow down the traffic right now. Well... Let's get to Radio You're on Tinder. the 405, Michael, one LX, and you hear this. Super excited to do Radio Tinder. Thanks, Christopher. Super excited for Radio Tinder. Unlike that really sad, slow Michael Jackson song. I mean, it's a good song and all, but, you know. Michael's kind, looking kind at you like, what's going on? Kind here? of a mood killer. Yeah, Michael missed the whole really excited thing with Chris Morales. But I always get really excited for Radio Tinder and for Big Deal or No Deal. So super excited. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to tell you guys that Shohei Otani continues to make history, surprise, surprise, this time accomplishing something that hasn't been done in the major leagues in over 100 years. After the two-way sensation from Japan picked up his 10th pitching win of the season last night, he joined the late, great Babe Ruth as the only MLB players ever to throw for 10 wins and hit at least 10 home runs in one season. Yeah, but Babe's wasn't uh, legit. Okay, well, that's a, that's a discussion <laughs> for not, another time. It wasn't. That was a legit baseball I know, there. Michael, okay, I know. Michael, I know. No Latinos, no blacks, no Asians. Play along, Michael, play along. So, so even more, it makes <laughs> it even more impressive, right? Yeah, right, because he's doing it in an, an all-inclusive uh, league. Exactly. So Babe Ruth did it way back in 1918, back did, when things weren't fair. Yeah. So, so since it's been a whole century since it happened, and given everything that Michael said, do you think that anyone else will ever achieve this feat again? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap? I'm going to swipe right. And say yes. I think somebody will accomplish this feat again. In your lifetime? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, why come we don't see some young kid in high school start doing doing what he's doing? Mm -hmm. Well, here's what I think, Michael. And I know, you know, as a baseball dad, you know, you were around it for a long time. I know I was forever. I was around a lot of travel baseball. I just think that there are so many kids that are really great pitchers and also really great hitters. But what happens is they're in high school and the coach says, You're the shortstop and you're a hitter. We can't use you a pitcher. Or You're a pitcher only now, so we've taken the bat out of your hand. Yep. I think Otani is showing everybody that if you're a great shortstop and a great hitter, but you're also a great pitcher, why can't you yeah. pitch and hit? And I just think in the next 20 to 25 years, we're going to see more Otanis in Major League Baseball. It's just yeah, my right. opinion. It kind of reminds think so. me of what uh, we'll see a whole lot of Tiger Woods uh, on the PGA Tour now because look what he's doing. No, I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe you're right. I mean, there are a lot of kids. We've seen the kids growing up as we watch Little League Baseball, and the best athlete is, uh, is usually the pitcher and the shortstop. Right. And you're right. He can do both. And as they get older, they start specializing these kids. They say, well, you got to do one or the other. But you're right. It is time now for these kids to realize that Shoh- Shohei Otani can do it, and I've got those kind of skills. He's got to continue to pursue both skills too. I, I agree with you. Um, where am I swiping? If I don't, so I was gonna say, Michael, is that a swipe left or a swipe right? Then, so right is what you agree with, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll go right on that. Somebody's gonna come along in the next ten years and say, I can do. It. If he can do it, I want to continue to do it too. And like I said, uh, anything that happened before Jackie Robinson doesn't count in baseball, as far as I'm concerned. I'm gonna swipe left. It's not happening. The reason being that with the specialization, 
with so many parents saying, oh, no, don't let my kid pitch now or don't do this, don't do that. Parents in the United States are way too involved. And if there's going to be somewhere, it's going to be from a different country Mm -hmm. because the daddy ball that happens in the United States with the travel ball. Scott, you've seen this. Michael, you've seen this where my kid needs to be doing this. My kid needs to be doing that. And you're going to try to make some things happen. And look, it is it's a freak of nature what Shohei Otani is doing at the rate that he's doing the ability to hit the way he does and usually in the United States when you have the best ability to to do something you get one spot you specialize and they say you know what you're going to make millions as a pitcher you're going to do this but a lot of the pitchers they come up as the shortstop or as the catcher they're not pitching the entire time because a lot of the kids in travel ball that are pitching are pitching way too much and next thing you know they're having Tommy John in high school and they're blown out like yeah, whichever one of those skills that a kid develops first, they're going to say that's what you need to hone in on. Exactly. Yeah, but, but like I'll just give you guys an example. I, I had a kid who I watched his his kid's little league career and his high school career, and he got drafted in the first round by Tampa Bay last year. Shortstop, hitter, and was the best pitcher on his high school baseball team. They drafted him and said, well, we're drafting him as a shortstop, but we kind of have a backup plan that he'll pitch if for some reason he's not a good enough hitter. Kid's killing it in single A this year as a 19-year-old kid, but – he could have pitched also, but they didn't want him to pitch yet, and he didn't want to pitch. All I'm saying is is that the best travel ball players, the best high school players, and the best college players, there are plenty of guys who can pitch and hit, but they take the bat out of their hand or they take the ball out of their hand. I think Otani is showing everybody it's okay to be able to do both, and I think there'll be other kids in the future that can. You know, And I get this text from uh, Erasmo Ramirez, coach at uh, Seagrestrom High School, listening right now. Played What's up, for coach? The, he, uh, he played for the Rangers. He was a reliever. Absolutely correct. Keep on preaching. There we go. Michael, he agrees with you. Uh, Henry Ramirez, boxing trainer who used to train Chris Ariola, Josita Lopez. MT is right. Bleepity bleep 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 those dads. Exactly. (laughs) All right, well, speaking of dads. Yeah, keep going, Lindsay. Drake's dad probably didn't expect to get roasted for getting a tattoo of his son's, his famous son's face on his arm all the way back in 2017. But that's exactly what happened on Monday when Drake himself posted a photo of his dad, Dennis Graham's ink. And again, the ink is of Drake himself's face. So the photo that Drake posted on Instagram shows his dad's upper right arm and the portrait of a young stubble-faced Drake, which is kind of like lacking in proportions, and I guess it's not not the best artwork, for lack of a better term. Um, And Drake posted the pic, like I said, on Instagram, along with the caption, tagging his dad, I was just sitting here thinking, why you do me like this, family? And a lot of people were responding to this with all their jokes, the crying emoji, everything. Everyone went crazy with it on social media. So if your kid became as famous as Drake, would you ever get a tattoo of their face on you? Swipe left or swipe right? Beto, you uh, go first. Swipe left, no. As I tell my kid, you better not get a tattoo. I like that. Uh, there's no need for that. Uh, I like to use the line of, you don't put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari. <laughs> uh, so, no. Um but if I did have an opportunity to do that, hell no, I'm not doing that. You wouldn't put a Mateo's uh, face on your shoulder? No, I'm not. Michael, putting... do you have any tattoos of your children on your body? No, I, I, I don't have any tattoos. I, I wouldn't do it. But if someone said you have to get a tattoo, I would do that. Put tattoos of my, if they could draw enough, uh, a good enough likeness of them, put them on my shoulder, my three boys. So I would, that's the only kind of tattoo I would get. Do it, Michael. Get all picture. three boys on your on your no. chest right there. No, if I was With a lion coming yeah. out. I don't see anything wrong with uh, Drake's dad doing that to, uh, on, to honor his son or because yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that at all. So I, I wouldn't do it, but it's cool I, if you do yeah, that. I, yeah. I feel the same way. Like, I don't have any tattoos, and I don't want any tattoos, but I actually kind of feel like Drake's dad, I kind of think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, my son became a big superstar, 
And, um, you know, I want everybody to know that he's my son. So here it is. Yes, and I by know. the way, I'm looking on Drake's Instagram. He seems to have tattoos of people all over his he body. He does, but the funny thing is, is he's Drake's dad, and he got a horrible tattoo. Like, the tattoo itself is not good. That's even like, more endearing. That means he went to, like, his homie or something. <laughs> he said he tried 14 times to get it fixed, and it caused a lot of pain, and oh, it still looks the way that it looks. So. Well, then there's no excuse for that. <laughs> if you went to your drunk homie in the backyard with a needle and a pen, then you're all right. Oh, Dude, tattoos, I, I will tell you guys, my daughter turned 18, and she came home. And she had this little tattoo behind her ear, like a little teeny tiny thing. I couldn't see it, but I was pissed. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want you making decisions that are going to impact you for the rest of your life when you're 18 years old. And now there's like four or five little teeny tiny tattoos all on the body that you can't see them anywhere. But it just irritates me that she did this. Yeah, it's funny. Tattoos. It's oh. funny that you say that, though, Kat, because one of my family friends just took his daughter for her graduation present. She's not even 18 yet. She's 17. Took her to get her first tattoo. And it's a complete opposite of you. So I think that's funny. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, Michael. No, I know people who love tattoos. They do the same thing. I just don't get the young kids getting the neck tattoos. Yeah, me either. Lindsay and Laura, you guys into tattoos? On other people? Yeah. Oh, on you guys. On you guys. No. I have two. You have two? I have two tattoos. I am i don't think I would get more. I think some people could rock them. Mm-hmm. There are if they're done right. Yeah. But I'm not into the face, neck, anything like that. Nah, yeah, it works on the rock. That's about it. Yeah, All I, I know is that people who have face tattoos, and you guys know who you are, I'm very afraid of you people. Yeah, I, I, I tell my sons, don't get tattoos. I mean, if you want to get Do them, they have any? No, they don't have any. I'm proud of the fact that the three of my boys that's don't have crazy. any tattoos. Especially, I feel like NBA players, like yeah. that's such a common thing <laughs> yeah. for them to have tattoos. Exactly. <laughs> you guys know, remember man. who the first NBA player was who started covering himself with tattoos? Dennis no. Rodman. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Oh, wow. Rodman right. was the first guy to start doing it. Yeah, Lynch, I never thought he was more? crazy. Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so last one here. Back to baseball. It's not uncommon for a baseball player to have his helmet fall off while he's running the bases, but... Last night, Pittsburgh Pirates infielder Rodolfo (laughs) Castro lost something else on the base paths. In the top of the fourth inning against the Diamondbacks, Castro went from first to third base on a single by O'Neill Cruz. And as he slid headfirst into third, Castro's cell phone fell out of his back pocket. After being hilariously alerted of the dropped phone by the umpire, he picked it up and gave it to his third base coach. He said later after the game that he just completely forgot that it was in his pocket. So a lot of people now are saying, well, there's all kinds of rules about technology and phones and watches and stuff like that. So do you guys think that MLB should fine him for what happened yeah. just to teach him a lesson? Swipe yeah. left or swipe right? Yeah, that was. I, I saw that. Uh, and I say, what is, what is, if I was his manager, I'm going, what are you doing? We got a game here. Were you on your phone? Right. I mean, How do you forget that the phone's in your yeah, back pocket? About, aren't you sitting on it? Talk, no, about, unpro- man. talk about unprofessional. Uh, first well, of all, you don't think that's a big deal, Beto? Uh, it's hilarious. Uh, swipe right. I He should be fine. But also, let's get this right. Let's put this in perspective right now. What team is he on? Pittsburgh. Pirates. 44 and 66. 16 and a half games out of first well, place. Probably be why. Also, hey. He's, he's on Tinder during the game. Okay. <laughs> Yes, all right. Late middle of the innings, right? He, he's on the road. Hey, the WhatsApp group chat must be on fire, or maybe he's watching a novella. You might want to check that out. Or you're right, he's looking for something to do that night, yeah. you know. And the phone, this day and age, isn't that big. You just put it in the back pocket. Uh, yeah, it's it's terrible. It's yeah. a terrible look. Man. Uh, but you know, it's uh... you saw when he tried to give it to his third base coach. His coach, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I don't want to touch it. Like, what are you uh, doing? I can, yeah. I'm swiping left that. though. I don't think he, I don't think he should be fine. He's a he's a kid oh, who just on. got called up from the minor leagues. 
So it's not like he's got like big why, money. Number one. Why but is his phone? Two, why is his po- phone in his pocket in the dugout? I have no idea. He's trying to get it in. No idea. Maybe he's going <laughs> to Tuesday take night MT. He's going to tweet out. He's going to tweet selfies like, "Yo, no, I'm no, in no. the clubhouse." No, no, no. He's not doing. He's being incognito. He's like hashtag first first MLB game, big leaguer. Cap, isn't that part of being a professional, being mature and putting that kind of stuff away? Yes, and you know what? He's a kid who got called up kid. from the minor leagues, who obviously made a huge mistake. Ain't no kid. He's a grown man. Yeah, I mean, acts like you've been there. He's a professional. I mean, come on. 22, yeah. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. The day that's you not, sign your contract, you should know better. That's not even tolerable in high school baseball. It's not tolerable anywhere. Yeah. What are you doing, Cap? I'm not yeah, saying I'm, it's tolerable. I'm saying I don't think he should be fine. That's all. Oh, fine oh, him. Of course. Of course you got to fine him. I'd suspend well, him for tough. a game. No, you you fi- that's tough. a lack of respect. You sh- yeah. You're also having a communication factor. What if he's watching the game and he's picking up stuff, right? Did we not have a cheating scandal recently, Cap? So you think he was cheating? On somebody. He could be. I mean, there was that whole on thing somebody. with the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Apple Watches. That's, that's why it's yes. a big deal. All right. Yeah, well, I, listen, I, I just don't think he should game. be fine. I think it was like a stupid thing that a kid so does, stupid. you know? No, he ain't no kid. He's he was, a grown man. What if he was stealing signs with that phone or something, you yeah, know? Yeah. That's, that's what happened. That's that, that's what How old is yeah, that's exactly what he's doing in the last place. You yeah. never know. Like somebody right. who's 19, stealing 20, signs. 21 ain't no kid, Kaplan. You're hey, a pro. The Michael, day you sign that contract. My son's 22, and I really think he's like a little kid still. I mean, I look at kids that are 22, 23, and I'm like, you know what? That's still kind of a little kid. If he broke the law, he ain't going to juvenile hall. If I'm paying to watch you, you ain't a little kid. You're a pro. That's right. Wow. All right. You guys are tough, man. What can I tell Heck you? I'm yeah. soft. You're a pro. I'm grow soft. Up. Soft cap. As Joan Rivers would say, grow Charmin. up. Charmin. All right. Coming up, Michael Thompson earlier today. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. Is Michael still go- You're staying or you got to leave? Well, Don't go see. anywhere because I need to talk to you about something. 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> then they got, like you said, they got to go through customs. You good, well, then, Michael. Let's go to Fleming's at 7. I'll yeah. buy, Michael. No, no you're not going to buy. Yes, I'm going to buy. Cap, no, I need 40 not. bucks. Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh, start this again. That's for the appetizer. Yeah, exactly. Watch your weight. Cap, find everyone drinks. All right, hold on. Because Michael Thompson earlier today on Mason and Ireland hosted Game of Games, and his game was about HBO's series Hard Knocks, which the first episode came out last night. I want to get to that. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Oh, snap. Oh, there you go. See, feel me? Oh, you don't need, you didn't pick this song, man. No, I didn't pick this song. But I did say earlier in the day, I said, listen, today, Run DMC released their debut single, It's Like That, back in 1983. When I was a bar mitzvah boy, I'll have you know, Beto Duran. Okay. So, yeah, so I like this jam right here. Of course you do. But there's no way you chose this song. All right, well, I'll have to disagree. Linz? I don't know if I chose it. It's, it's just 
happens to be 1983. Michael, you know, Run DMC? Do you see them oh, yeah. in New York? I, I never saw them live, but uh, I was a big fan of their music. Which oh. one of them is dead? Neither uh, of them. They're both alive, aren't I they? I thought one of them died. No, I think... No. Um, I think the there's three of them. There's, there's of Reverend them, yeah. Run, well, and then there's uh, Simmons, Russell... There's, you know, uh, Ru- not Russell Simmons. He's not in Run DMC. I think one of them did die. His, yeah, well, the uh, Jam Master J. That's the one who died. Yeah. He was He was killed. Oh, really? I think so. He's murdered? I think so. I could, I could be wrong. Hold on. Wow. He's the better of the best. Best believe he's the baddest. Perfect time to come around. A lot of guts when he cuts girls. Move their butts. The... His name yeah, is yeah, Jay. Yeah. So he was, he was murdered, nice. and they still haven't solved it. Wow. Really? Yeah, that's a good documentary. We were just talking about documentaries. That's a good one. Like, I think it's called like Who Killed Jam Master Jay. It's yeah, really? crazy. What, what happened to the Beastie Boys? There's, there's still, well, one of them actually just died recently from oh, cancer. Oh, that's right. Like this past year. Which guy was that? I think um, was it, uh, not Adam Yount. The other was it one. Mike D? Uh, let me look. All these guys are dying. Keith Richards is still alive. I oh, know, amazing. right? Hey. We were talking about that the other day, and, and they Keep were like, "Keep on partying, bro! Don't be guys, a quitter! Don't yeah, be a quitter!" Yeah, they're still rockers. I like, and I was just like, oh. "I mean, this guy, this nobody did more drugs and smokes more cigarettes than Keith Richards, and even he did probably didn't even wear a mask during COVID." <laughs> he's like a cockroach he's gonna be around long after we're all gone still rocking yeah, out man. exactly see this is why you should not have a healthy lifestyle cap yeah, don't keith, do it yeah be like keith well, richards yeah michael I, i've been telling beto here that on september 6th i'm going to start a lifestyle change mm-hmm. i started today you did yeah yeah what'd you give up today uh nothing i'm not gonna give anything up i just oh when you, i think we're gonna have a lifestyle change Steve yeah Wilson came up with an interesting question today so besides water if you had to give up one thing to drink for the rest of your life and you could drink nothing else besides water what would it be i said it would be coffee what would it if be you had to give up one thing no, no, or you, if you, you have only to choose one thing one thing besides water you can only drink one thing for the rest of your life and nothing else besides water what would it be for you My, mine's easy arnold palmer arnold palmer's i said Actually, coffee. That's i gotta have my a coffee. great call a great call, Arnold Palmer. What my about go-to. you, Cap? What would you? What would be your only other thing you could drink? See, now I'm having to think about this a little bit because I don't want to say Arnold Palmer because that's what I was going to say. But no, cue the UB40. Cue the UB40. No, no seriously, like red wine. wine. Yeah, oh yeah, all day. Vodka, that, wine goes with everything. Yeah. Wine goes with everything. What about everything. coffee though? Coffee. Ah, I don't need no coffee. You don't like coffee? I I love coffee, but give me some wine. Wine right. in the morning. Wine at night. What, what kind of wine is your favorite wine? Uh, red. I know, right. but like, do you have like like Michaels is Camus, which real no, well, quick. Oh no, mine is Diamond and Key. Oh, okay, okay, that's right, <laughs> that's, that's clay, right. Clay's wine used to be Camus. Yeah, it used to be Camus. My number two. My well, you brother, know what? since my I brother... haven't had Clay's, give me the Camus. Yeah. Right, <laughs> same. <laughs> my brother sent me a Snapchat the other day with a picture of Camus, and it's he was at like the vineyard, and it says my baby, and I was like, oh, reminded me of you, Michael. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. everyone's obsessed the, with that wine. Have you ever had the Camus Select? That's what it yes. was. It was like the expensive one. Yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's yeah. I didn't pay for it, but yeah, it's almost as good as Diamond and Key. Oh, never had. So you get the Arnold Palmer, like the pre-made version of the Arnold Palmer. No, I don't like that, like the the um, Arizona iced tea one. Yeah, that's the I one I usually get. Uh, I mean, it's it's okay, but oh. I like the I like it with unsweetened tea and lemonade. Ninety nine cents, do sweet. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chick Fil A does a good one with unsweetened iced tea. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Never no. never had the Chick Fil A. Yep, it was right. good. So what were you talking about, Cap? What you, what so I wanted to get into this whole uh, hard knocks thing. Did anybody yeah. watch? Oh yeah, I watched it. No, you watched it last night, I Michael. I love it. I don't miss. A, I don't miss an episode. I love okay. it. Okay, what's okay. it on? Me too. It's on HBO. HBO. And, HBO. And, do I have? A, and here's the thing. Do I have? I have HBO Max because I I got it for winning time. So I, that's why I have HBO Max. And good thing I still had it, and I was paying for it for all these months, even though I've never gone back and watched it. Because last night was hard knocks. Cap, Michael, you should have you. told me this. I'm your partner all week. You should have said, hey. Homework. Watch Hard Knocks. That okay. way we can have something to talk about. Okay, do this. You got to watch it. It'll be on again tonight. Uh, Is it on tonight? Yeah, no, but we're going to dinner. We're getting drunk. Uh-huh. Oh, really? 
Yeah, Michael and I decided we're going to dinner. Forget Michael, this. Michael, you're going to get drunk tonight? No, I got to go pick up my niece. Forget the cousins. We're going, we're saying Uber Brown. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> They're never showing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Hard Knocks, what happened? Right, so Who is it this year? Okay, it, it's the Detroit Lions. I know. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. still interesting, though. Really? Michael, I think this guy, Dan Campbell, who everybody will ridicule, everybody will laugh at him because he looks like a WWE wrestler. Yeah. He's like 6'6, 275. Who's He's Dan ripped. Campbell? He's the head coach of the okay. Lions. He's got he's got these giant traps, shoulders, not... guns. He's ripped, right? And his his entire deal is he's like a walking around motivational speech. Yet hard to understand, right? My, I mean, Michael, they showed him at the at the beginning of training camp, and he just comes in hot. And I don't even know what he's talking about. I looked at the players in the room. I'm like, I don't Whoa, think they know what he's talking about. Yeah. Former yeah. tight end, who's now a coach, went to Texas A&M. Yeah. He's 46 years old. All right, right. He was drafted by the New York Giants. He played for the Dallas Cowboys. He played for the for the, the, the Lions at one point. Michael, here's all I'm saying. You ready? I love hard knocks, and I like to follow the teams that are on hard knocks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow the Detroit Lions this year because I like Dan Campbell, even though I know everybody in America is going to ridicule him. I'm rooting for Jared Goff. And I would love to see the Detroit Lions, these these losers of an organization, like battle because they're they're all they're talking about is we were three and thirteen we can't live with that let's see if they can actually do something about it yeah. I like hard knocks he played in Super Bowl fifty four yeah. Um, yeah hard knocks makes you mm. want to like like I would never think about watching the Detroit Lions game but now that they're on hard knocks every Sunday I will be checking in to see how these players are faring as we're going to uh, get to learn over the next several weeks. Because you say, oh, I want to see how this guy's doing. This guy made the team. So I'm going to be watching more Lions games. And I usually do that every year. Whoever's on hard knocks, I pay more closer attention to the team because we get to know them over these next month or so. And so we want to see how they're going to do once the season starts. Yeah, yeah. I like hard knocks. I love way. the way that they turn it around so fast. Mm-hmm. Remember a couple of years ago, Lindsay, for you, when they had Cleveland, the guy was living in his car? Oh, yeah, that was great. That was good. Uh, and then you see how dysfunctional their front office was. And everything well, else. How about their coaching staff back oh then? Oh, my God, right? Yeah. yeah. Hugh Jackson, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, right, but it wasn't just Hugh Jackson. Remember, there's the offensive coordinator. What Everybody. was his name? Todd. Todd. Oh, God. Uh, I can't remember his name. And he, like, Todd Bowles? No, no, but he was, like, totally disrespecting the yeah, coach yeah. right in front of the entire staff. And he got fired not long thereafter, as I recall. But, I mean, has anybody ever cared about the Detroit Lions? Not really, because they've been in inconsequential franchise for 30, 40 years. Never made the Super Bowl. Don't don't make the playoffs maybe once in 20-something years. But th- Besides least, Thanksgiving, when do we watch the Lions? Yeah, we don't. We don't well, we but, don't. But, but you know what? But speaking of the Detroit Lions. Who's on their team? Wait, you got to hear this story. They had a number one two of, pick in the draft. You one of the is? Detroit Lions players actually had to call Matthew Stafford to ask Matthew Stafford for permission. I can't believe well, I'm going to tell you for what coming right back. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative legal and administrative and customer support at robert half we know talent visit roberthalf.com today